Welcome to Dwelling Place. Thank you for joining us. We pray that you will experience God's goodness in your life today. Join us for House of His Presence Monday to Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. for worship and prayer as we host His presence every day. Well, good evening, everybody. It's good to see you here tonight to House of His Presence. Um, we are going to look tonight just briefly at uh, Ephesians chapter 3, starting, uh, we're going we're gonna to look at verses 10 to 21. We're gonna, we'll read through it first, and then I'm just going to comment on a few things that the Lord sort of was highlighting to me today as I was thinking about our time here tonight, okay? So Ephesians 3, from uh, starting at verse 10. Uh, Paul's talking about the the mystery uh, that has been revealed uh, in in the last days, in the last time, like for him as somebody living in that first century, and uh, Jesus has uh, died and been raised, and what has has. Uh, come to light because of it and and what was revealed to him and the whole news but it was that this was not just for uh, the Jews but it was for uh, Gentiles as well and that that was the calling he had was to share this particularly with the Gentiles uh, and he's um, he says um, in fact, I'll read from verse 8. Although I am the le- less than the least of all God's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ uh, and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery for which uh, ages past was kept, kept hidden in God who created all things. Starting here now where I was going to pick up. His intent was now that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are are your glory. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So um, just want to point out, there's a a lot, a lot. This is a very, uh, it's just a saturated passage with truth and uh, it's just uh, so much in there. But just a few things I thought for our purposes tonight as we are... uh, 
going to come before the Lord and we're going to worship him. We're going to host his presence. We're going to uh, praise him and know that he enthrones himself on the praises of his people. So as we are going to come, um, it says right at the beginning of the passage that I was reading, starting at 10, that God's intent was... It says what his intent was. That his intent was to display his wisdom through the church. The manifold wisdom of God. That is uh, quite interesting. The manifold wisdom of God actually means like the multifaceted wisdom of God. You know, uh, there's just so many sides to the wisdom of God. Every one of them is perfect. Every side of the wisdom of God is perfect. And that it is going to, it, his intent is to show it through the church, that, that, that through the church, this wisdom is seen even to the powers and authorities in heavenly realms. They see these people that they know are so uh, frail, so easily swayed to you know, sin, uh, to uh, apathy, and yet the potential when, when, uh, when we come together, what, God, what, what can be seen, the glory that can be seen in the church that displays this incredible wisdom of God, uh, even to heavenly rulers and authorities, um, is just amazing, and it it, um, it was accomplished through Jesus. And it's kind of interesting, just sandwiched right in with all this sort of wild stuff is that we can come before him with confidence. We can come before him, uh, yeah, approach him with freedom and confidence. Just sort of all sandwiched right in there, you know. Um, it's through Jesus, and that's, we get to do that tonight. Just think about it. Stuff they wrote right in here. We're doing it. We're doing it. And we'll, we'll come before him tonight with freedom. And we'll come with him to him with confidence that, yeah, he made us for this. He made us for this time. Yeah. Okay, carrying on. Uh, verse 14. For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. This is very interesting. Uh, we get our name and identity from the Father. In fact, in the Greek, you see, the word for family and father are linked. They're very similar. I think they have the same root. And so um, we are, our identity is, as, as people of God is totally wrapped up in, uh, in the Father, as the family of God, we get our name and identity from him. And so, um, Paul goes on to say that he prays that out of the glorious riches of God, he would strengthen us with power in our inner beings. You know, it's kind of interesting because it says that uh, strengthen us with power in our inner beings so that Christ would dwell in your hearts through faith. Now, you would think that that's talking about salvation, but he's talking to believers. 
So what does it really mean in that passage to dwell in your heart through faith? It means that the God, the Holy Spirit, would be so at home in our hearts through faith because there would be the, such a welcome in each one of us, you know, that, there would, that he would be at home in our hearts through faith, you know. And, um, and he goes on to say about us being rooted in the, you know, established in love. And it's the idea of, of us being rooted in the soil of God's love. And when we get into that, that place, uh, this is a very interesting passage, I find this. I don't know what versions you're, you're reading here. But it says, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And it goes on. Um, it's the idea of being rooted and established in the soil of God's love together. You know, that together we end up with an expanded revelation of the love of God. There's something that happens that we cannot experience apart from unity of the body of Christ. This is the display of the manifold wisdom of God. Right there. That expression that happens, the glory, the revelation of how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, that is experienced, that is understood in our hearts when we are together rooted and something abolished in the soil of God's love. And I think that this is something the body has to go to the mat over. Something that is so important to the kingdom of God and the establishment of the kingdom of God that we got to fight for that unity. I don't mean fight each other. I mean we have to be willing to say, I will sacrifice being right. I'll sacrifice uh, having something look the way I think it should look because I value the unity I have with my brothers and sisters over my own personal pleasure or desire or likes and dislike, you know? And I think that's really important. And just, uh, just as we... Just the last thing, the very, it's, it's such a powerful and encouraging verse, and we all, I think, go, yes, and we want to plaster it on our fridges. Uh, now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church. Yes, 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 glory in the church, and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And this is an amazing thing, to imagine that God can do more than you can imagine. Yeah, because I can imagine a lot. I don't know about you, but I can imagine a lot. And he will blow us out of the water with what he really has, right? Okay, but we have to ask ourselves, what's the limit to this? There is a limit, and the limit is this. It's according 
to his power that is at work within us. How much do we let his power be at work within us? Are we so bent on hanging on to that pain that we will not allow the healing of God to touch it? We just put a limit on it. We just put a limit on the amount of power of God to work in us. Because if we can't get healed of that thing over there, it's going to limit us in the walk he has for us. If, if we hang on to unforgiveness because somebody, somebody who was totally wrong, totally wrong, they really don't deserve our forgiveness, but we hang on to unforgiveness or bitterness against them, if we, if we are unwilling to let go and forgive, it limit on the amount of the power of God that can work in our lives. And then it, it isn't more than all we can ask or imagine. It isn't. So the, the, it is all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is work within us. So tonight we are opening ourselves up to him. God, oh God, oh God, shine your light on anything that I'm hanging on to that would hinder your power at work within me. God, oh God, let's stand together. Oh, Father, just this second, we just ask you even tonight, deep revelation, Lord God, because we don't want a single thing to hinder the working of your power at work within us. So we open ourselves up to you tonight. We are here by divine appointment and assignment. We know it. We can sense it already in the spirit you are at work. So we welcome you, Holy Spirit. And we worship you. Let's just worship him now. We worship you, God, for you are the God, the creator of the universe. You are the God of manifold wisdom. You are the God who sees all things. And you see each one of us more intimately and more deeply than we see ourselves. God, we give you thanks and praise that we are here. We give you thanks and praise for your presence and for your ability to work way beyond what we can ask or imagine. So we just say, come, Holy Spirit, come. Have your way in this house tonight. Be honored. Be glorified. We exalt your name. We exalt your name and we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord. We love you, God. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.